Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox, one half of your uh, your co-hosting team. And tonight we are going over Step 7, Surrender. And we're going to be talking about how when we can surrender, our hearts can open up more. And I would love to introduce my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing fine. It's nice to have people to talk to, you know, these days. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are happy to be here connecting with our listeners. And uh, remember, if you want to um, call in to the show live and ask a question, you can do so. The phone number is 929-477-3408. We would love to connect with you. Um as I said previously, we're talking about surrender tonight, so it'll be interesting to hear what our uh, guest has to say about it. So I would love to introduce her at this time. She is a motivational speaker and one of the co- coolest girls I know. Welcome, Stacy Cunningham. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, Stacy? Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing great. So glad to be here. We are glad to have you. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes. So the interesting thing is, is my career path, I've always been an insurance agent. And that is probably one of the boringest, (laughs) if that's even a word, (laughs) careers on the planet. And it does not match my personality. Everybody I talk to would call and say, you sound too happy to be an insurance agent. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, well, maybe there's another path for me. Uh, so I started networking um, for many, many years, and there was this one meeting that I went to that I noticed a lot of the women there, it was a women's networking group, they were standing up and saying they were introverts and that they felt really uncomfortable just speaking in public and I kept thinking of a workshop I took that talked about being or becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden I just had this vision of me on stage dressed in a onesie polka dot pajamas and talking about comfort but fear at the same time and I ended up coming with this coming up with this concept of fearless pajamas and I my goal is to empower women and empower my audience entertain them as well as educate them on on what fear and anxiety really is and how you can overcome it I love that and that I love that it brings a visual to your mind poke it off pajamas <laughs> that is so cute mm. <laughs> yeah, I was I was a little taken aback when I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh, come on. Really? Is that what I'm going to be doing? But it was so real. <laughs> and I just started brainstorming and, and talking to people and, and coming up with these great ideas. And then soon, sooner than rather than later, I actually had 
a presentation and I was speaking at different groups and I was getting such a, a well-received, you know, applause for what I was doing, telling, you know, that I was brave for sharing personal information. But uh, the fact of the matter is that, you know, you grow through personal experience and sometimes mm-hmm. you, you have to go to that school of the hard knocks and, and go through these, trials and tribulations to, to really understand what fear is and what surrender means and how you let go and how you can actually talk about that and teach it to other women as well. Yes, yes. And I love that you talked about surrender since that is our subject tonight. And let's start off with you with you sharing what what does surrender mean to you and how does what does that look like? That is just, you know, it's like reckless abandonment to me. It is, when you think of surrender, you have so many things going on in our lives. There are so many, you know, avenues coming at you, different different issues and concerns. And as women, we also take on the world. And we want mm-hmm. to help everybody and do everything and be the nurturer and we get so wrapped up in that, we almost just kind of forget, you know, who we are and that we're not, that we're actually in control. And being in control also means that you are in control of letting go and, and surrendering mm-hmm. to the chaos that we all have. And it becomes one of those things where you're constantly, you know, battling something that's should be so easy. Mm-hmm. So what so, does it look like when yeah. you are in surrender? When we're in surrender, it means you're completely open. You take off those blinds where you're always kind of focused in one direction. You kind of step out of yourself. You have to look at the situation that you're in, whether, whether you're having, you know, anxiety, whether you're having a lot of fear around it, whether, you know, you just feel like you can't find a solution. You actually just have to stop, take a breath, probably several, and mm-hmm. take a step back and look at the situation as like a third person. And so you can have a open mind and just really just look at what, freedom means when you're looking at a situation and surrendering. I mean, I actually literally picture arms open wide and just looking up and it's just like, I'm here, you know, I'm ready. I'm open to receive. And we get so wrapped up in our lives that sometimes we just forget. We forget that we can do that and it should be very simple, but we make it so complicated. Yeah, we definitely do overcomplicate um, things, don't we? Carrie, yeah. what do you, what do you think about her? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what do you think about her? The imagery that she's using of uh, standing with your arms open, ready to receive. Yeah, I think that's a big part of of surrendering and being vulnerable and being open to possibilities. And we talk a lot about possibilities in fearless living. And I think that that's a a really 
powerful image to think that you are willing to be open to whatever comes. It also means surrendering surrendering any specific outcomes, which we tend to, as human beings, have outcomes that we, we think are important to achieve. And that sometimes takes away our capacity to to surrender and to just be open to whatever possibilities might come our way. I think that um, for me, surrendering is is just exactly as Stacy described it, but it also for me, it's a willingness to to be um, to really be vulnerable and to be open and to let go of what I think should happen and being open to, for me, it's being open to my intuition and to my higher power to be willing to accept. Like right now I have to be willing to accept um, a condition that I've never experienced before in my life as we all are. And so surrendering to that and not letting that become a deterrent to my willingness to be open to the possibilities that might come from this situation that we find ourselves in right now. For me, that means the situation that I'm, I've been sheltered. I'm in the, the uh, at-risk age group. And so I have been sheltered now for almost four weeks. And that means uh, my life is totally different than it was, um, you know, four weeks ago. And so not knowing what each day is going to bring, instead of giving into the fear of not knowing, um, I'm surrendering to the possibilities of what might might come into my life and where are the silver linings and how can I negotiate this um, successfully. And so that to me, that's surrendering my will, surrendering my um, tie to any specific outcome and allowing me to um, negotiate this with, without fear. So that's that's a big a big thing right now. I think when we think when we talk about surrendering is that we're in a position right now where we we really don't have control, and so we can surrender that need for control or that need to know, and be open to possibilities and surrender to what is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love what Stacy said about <clears throat> control. Because I kind of think of control as this illusion. Like we think we have control over things that we really don't, right? Because the only thing we have control over is ourselves and how we react to things. And that we definitely have control over. How we, how we step out into the world, how we show up, how we take risks, um, even at this time right? Um, There's still lots of risks that we can be taking, even though we can't leave our home. You know, um, I just hear story after story of of, uh, groups of people who haven't talked in years will set up a Zoom call and they're connecting now, you know, because we have all of this extra time and they're all choosing to fill that time with connecting with people that they haven't been able to. Um, My sister, their whole community or neighborhood or are doing all kinds of things to bring the, the neighborhood together. Um, my other sister, her, um, her kids made, um, you know, notes of hope and, and put them all over the neighborhood when they went for a walk. Um, you know, there's all these different ways that we're being creative, that we're stepping out of our comfort zone, that we're taking risks, 
to connect because we can't connect in the normal way that we're used to. And we can, we can do that in other aspects of our life as well, you know, and, and surrender to this, this new, new, right, this new um, ever-changing experience that we have in front of us and say, okay, I don't have control over how long this is going to last. I don't have control over who gets sick, but I can control how I react, how I choose to use my time, how I connect, right? And so kind of going through and making a list of the things we do have control over and making a list of what we don't have control over and releasing those things that we don't have control over creates all of this space in, you know, in ourselves to do something else, right? Um. Like I heard that Gwyneth Paltrow is encouraging people to write a book <laughs> in this free time wow. that we're having. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was something else, but I can't remember what the other thing was. But, um, you know, it's just, I think it's really interesting when we, because we all have been somewhat put in the position to have all of this new space, if we're not being mindful of what we're filling the space with, then anything's just going to come in and take it up because that's just how space is. It doesn't just stay empty. You have to fill it up with something. And if you're not being mindful about it, then it's going to be you sitting on the couch watching, uh, you know, Netflix all day, right? And then you're going to go to bed not Mm -hmm. feeling good. Unless that that is what you have chosen to to do, right? Um, Because that's okay, too. If you choose to sit on the couch and watch Netflix, then that's choice. But if you're you're just, you know, absentmindedly sitting there to zone out and not think about what's going on, then that's, you know, the flip side to it. So I think, yeah, I think that right now the fact that this month is surrender is just... um, so interesting because we've all kind of had to re- surrender what we think about how the world functions or how, you know, our day-to-day is going to go or what's important to us, you know. And I think that that's opened up a lot of people's hearts and they've expanded in in so many different ways of connecting and being creative and filling up their time um, really meaningfully. What do you think, Stacey? Yeah, I think that's that's amazing because what I how I view this is we choose to receive the gift of time. Time mm-hmm. is our most precious commodity, and look at what we have now. We have an yeah. abundance of time and people, you know, it depends on how you look at it. You can look at it as, Oh my gosh, you know, I'm so bored. You know, I wish I can go out and do the things I want to do and, 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 you know, whatever your normal daily activities look like. But then the things that sometimes we take for granted that are right in front of us is now really right in front of us. Our eyes are open to, to accept this gift and we have this time, like you said, to connect with friends, to 
connect with family, to reorganize our house, to do projects that we've been putting off because we haven't had the time. And now we do. So it's almost like we're surrendering and letting go of what we normally hold on to because right now it's just not as important. You know, our priorities have completely shifted. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing. I think it is too. I think obviously the situation has a lot of devastation and sadness and, and of course all of that. But I think also on the flip side, you know, there's so, so much good that can be gained from this experience as well. And I think that's how it, how it is with any kind of tragedy. There's, there's always some good that can come from something bad. Um, and I think that if we can focus on, what can come of this situation that's good, then we're going to come out of this time stronger and smarter and more living a more full life. And I think and more resilient. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that surrender plays a big role in that. Um, and like uh, Terry was saying about um, surrendering to the possibilities. Possibilities is actually the next step, which we will be talking about in May. Uh, I had to think of what the next month was. Um, <laughs> so I think that surrender does lead to possibilities. As we detach from the outcome, uh, usually, um, regardless if we are detached or not, the outcome is not going to be exactly what we've planned or exactly how we've imagined it. Sometimes it's way better. Or sometimes it it went a couple different directions before it got to, you know, the ultimate goal, right? Um, and when we can be really rigid on how exactly we need to take those steps to the end of the path, then we might be missing something amazing on either side. And I I think that when we can surrender to however the path is going to go, um, our adventure is more likely um, more fun, um, but we also are going to learn everything from it that um, that we can by walking down it. There you go. Carrie? Yes. Do you have anything you'd like to add? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surrendering to my comfortable chair at the moment. But um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I think this is probably for me at this point in my life um, is one of the, the, the steps to freedom that, that I've, I've learned to um, appreciate and even, you know, go, go for it, just really go for it because, I, you know, I'm I'm a great grandmother now. I've lived quite a, a rich life, and I have always had. I call myself a recovering perfectionist. Um, I've always wanted to be in control, and so it's giving up control to me is surrendering. And so it's a lesson that I've learned as I've experienced different challenges in my life. How important it is to to give up that control and to not be focused on a specific outcome because like I think you said just a moment ago, it might be even 
a more rich and more rigorous, a more um, deep kind of uh, satisfaction that we get if we just surrender to the to the journey. And I don't regret mm-hmm. that it took me 60 years to learn that because I was ready when I was 60 to learn it. And it's made such mm-hmm. a difference in my life as I've, you know, as I've, uh, I call it the third act. I'm in my third act. And I, um, it's just made it so much more enjoyable. And I'm able to share that, model that, be an example of that to my children and grandchildren. And I think that is a, you know, a gift that I can give them from the wisdom I've learned how important it is to just surrender to the moment, surrender to the path, surrender to the journey, and enjoy the journey, not always being focused on a specific outcome. And I think that, to mm-hmm. me, is the essence of surrendering. Yeah. Yeah, and I love, Stacey, that you said breathe. And... um probably breathe more than once, right? So uh, breathe a couple of times, right? Um, can you can you kind of talk to us about um, that process for you, how you notice, oh, okay, I need to take a step back, back and breathe right here, um, and then how you go about it? Well, it, it's usually, you know, I, I don't like using the word trigger, but it seems to me, you know, I know when I need to slow down that mm-hmm. I miss I miss little things in my day that I normally wouldn't miss because I'm just so wound up and either there's just a lot of busyness around me or I've got all of a sudden I just get this feeling of overwhelm and then mm-hmm. that's what makes me stop and pause and kind of look at kind of the why and, and why am I feeling this way? What is happening? And then that word control and then that word surrender and then letting go. It's like, what, so what is happening in my life right now that I can control and, and it, and let go of what I can't. And that, mm-hmm. that is so freeing when you're able to just do that. And then you can kind of, that's when you can say, okay, just stop, just stop, take, take a minute gather yourself, reflect, and see what's going on. Take those long, deep breaths. You know, any time we can infuse more oxygen, we're infusing to defuse the situation because we, that's what mm-hmm. we need to do. We need to just stop and pause and figure out what's going on, take that deep breath, give ourselves as much oxygen as humanly possible, and, and realize mm-hmm. that what we're looking at is – a lot more simple than we're making it out to be. And then we can just compartmentalize and know what we can let go of, know what we need to focus on and know what our next step is without feeling so anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are just about out of time. So um, Stacey, I would love for you to share what would be the number one thing out of this call tonight that you would want our listeners to remember the contrast between fear and freedom that sometimes we work ourselves up so much into the fear of things into the anxiety of things we need to see the contrast we need to experience and feel the the fear but then think mm-hmm. about what freedom means. What does that look like for every, everyone is different. Is that, is it a freedom of time? Is it a freedom of, you know, are you sitting on a beach somewhere? Is it financially free? 
the contrast between just those two concepts when you're all wound up and that surrendering and letting go, but the word freedom is so powerful. It was just, we throw around these F words here, but, but that, that is what does it for me. I usually do a, a visualization for, for my audience and to sit with what, you know, your current fear is, but then switch it over to freedom and notice what your body does. Notice your breathing, mm-hmm. notice your heart rate, you know, notice, you know, how you feel, you feel lighter, you feel, you know, focused. And that's because you're letting go. When you think of freedom, you're literally letting go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Carrie? Well, I think uh, I I really agree with uh, with the whole idea of, of the uh, contrast between fear and freedom. I mean, that's that's what fearless living is all about. So, yay, we agree 100%. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think that it's important. It's important to me, and I think to many uh, other people, uh, my my age or at the third act in their life, that that you understand as you as you journey through life that there are opportunities to uh, to surrender and uh, to surrender to the process, to surrender to the journey, to surrender to your intuition, to surrender to your higher power, to surrender to courage, to trust. To hope, there's uh, just surrendering to to those things that will nurture your soul and that will guide you towards your dreams and your goals. And I think that that uh, you know it's not like waving a white flag. You know, we think of surrendering when we, uh, you know, when an army surrenders or whatever. That's not what it is. It's it's letting go. And I always like the you know the song from Frozen, "Let it go, let it go." It's just you know, it really Elsa just let it go, and she was herself. And she didn't try to live up to others' expectations or her own. And I think that that's the gift of surrendering. And so I, I've just learned in my life that it's one of the most powerful tools we can have in our arsenal of strategies is to just surrender. Yeah. Thank you. Stacey, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. Is there a way that our audience can get a hold of you if they have resonated with you and want to learn more? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so I have my uh, fearlesspajamas.com website, so you can get to know me a little bit more and what I'm all about. And there's definitely a way to contact me with email, stacy at fearlesspajamas.com. And uh, my phone number is there as well. So, you know, I would welcome any feedback or, you know, just, just you know, any questions that anybody may have of what my journey was like. Uh, you know, that's it's, it's kind of long, but there's, I think a lot of people would really connect to that and really feel engaged because it's very similar to what a lot of other people have gone through. And that's when you mm-hmm. have, you know, that relationship with, with others and, and you share in these stories and these journeys and, and you just realize you're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. I encourage all of our listeners to go there and check her out. Um, her story is really powerful and um, I know that you will get something from reading it. We thank you again, Stacey, for being here. My pleasure. We'd love to thank you. Again. And uh, <laughs> we just want to reiterate that all of this information about Fearless Generations is from 
Rhonda Britton, the founder and CEO of the Fearless Living Institute. And you can find out more about Fearless Living at fearlessliving.org. And we encourage you to go there. And we thank you, as always, for being here with us each week. We encourage you to come back. And thank you, Terry, for being here with me during our call. My pleasure. And until <laughs> next week, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Thank you. Good night.